0: spread hope, and inspire compassion toward those hurting. Lastly, by providing my heart with ears and this platform, grievers have the opportunity to share their wisdom and stories of loss and resiliency. How about we talk about grief like we talk about the weather? Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by Do Grief Differently, my 12-week in-person or online program, That helps grievers who have suffered any type of loss to feel better. In Do Grief Differently, you learn new tools, education, and a method you can utilize the rest of your life. In this program, and with my guidance, you remove the pain of grief. The sadness will always be there, because even in complicated relationships, we love. But it's the pain of grief that keeps us stuck. Are you ready to do grief differently? Check out my website www.theunleashedheart.com to learn more. (laughs) Welcome to Grieving Voices. Today is a Where Are They Now episode, and I would like to reintroduce you to an old friend of mine who I've been following ever since we first talked, and um, I'm excited to share where he's been because this is me learning for the first time too, just what his updates are, but um, I've been following him online and I know he's been doing some amazing things. So I'm excited for him to share more about that. But first, Q, Quandel, I call you Q, please reintroduce yourself to those who may be listening to this for the first time. Just tell us who you are.
1: Okay, cool. Hey, how y'all doing? Um, my name is Quandel Wright. I'm a, I'm the founder Fashion designer of William Palmer Um, based out of Detroit, Michigan. So that's why I am.
0: Love it. And we first talked. I actually looked it up just to make sure I'd get it right because your first episode is episode twenty-eight, and it was published January fifth, twenty twenty-one. So here we are, over two years later. Isn't that crazy? I know, right? And uh, but we initially talked October twenty-second, twenty twenty. And at the time you had been going through uh, or you had just finished something like that. It was around that time you were working with me in uh, grief recovery. Yeah. And I imagine a lot's changed for me in that time, but I imagine yeah. so much has changed for you too. And yeah. Um, so I suggest for those who haven't listened to episode 28, start there because this one will make it'll just be the the icing on the cake. This episode yeah, is like the yeah. So listen definitely. to that one first, come back to this one. So please share with me what's all changed for you since then.
1: Oh, a lot. Um I mean, my my spirit, you know, definitely, you know, start from there. I had a rough that was a rough year for me on every level you could probably think of. Um, but, you know, my, my, my brand, like my career and everything that I'm doing, a lot of things is elevated. And so it's it's been, it's been a journey for sure. It's been a journey. So from that time to now, it's been a lot of like recovery, a lot of growth, a lot of, you know, of course ups, you know, up and downs, you know, that, 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 that comes with life, but overall, like it's been, it's been great. It's been an experience. You know, um, I walked to Kanye Ranch in 2020. That was a yeah. So (laughs) fast forward to now with that information, I'm actually kind of connected with the guy that designed Kanye footwear. Um, So, yeah. So that's that's really, really dope. Um, Collaborating with Baron Davis, um, the former former uh, former NBA player. And I've um, been working with Gary Payton as well. Um, it's been really nice. It's, it's been nice. It's been nice. So, but other than that, like my spirit, just the way that I look at life from a different perspective, um, controlling my emotions and knowing how to get out of certain spaces when I need to, taking my time, grieving when I need to, knowing how to grieve. Um, you know, because life still carry on and things still happen. You know, I lost a couple more people throughout the years and things like that. So. Just kind of learning and just, you know, learning from what you taught me about about grieving and everything like that has helped me a lot with it and uh, helped me help others with the grieving process as well. So it's been a journey and it's been great. So that's for now, I am I am happy.
0: (laughs) I'm (laughs) loving hearing that. Absolutely. Especially how you mentioned your spirit, like you feel healthier in your spirit. Definitely feel healthy in my
1: spirit and and physically, I've been going to the gym like crazy. I lost about overall, I lost almost about 20 pounds. So I'm 16 pounds away from my goal. <laughs>
0: Congratulations.
1: A, yes, thank you. And I'm a gym rat now. Like, I have to be in there. I'm in there almost every day of the week. If it's nothing, you know, too heavy, I'm doing something light, but I make sure I get in the gym. And I get in the gym and I, I release, you know, I, I release stress whatever and it really helps you know I'm eating better intermittent fasting has been great for me you know I've been able to clear my mind and yeah it's been good it's been good so far so good it's been good
0: and so at the time too you were just really getting going on design shirt designs and things like that out exactly. of your garage right and so yeah. how has that changed Like what are you doing now in that your Uh, line of business there since that's been the huge biggest shift elevation?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I'm still into like the the apparel, of course, but now I kind of shift. I shifted more towards accessories. So, I released like this handbag, the Pyramid handbag, and that kind of like just took me off. Like now they just like, oh, you're the purse guy. Like they don't even remember the clothes at all. Yeah, (laughs) but. It's, it's, it's great it's great just been in the public eye people taking selfies with me getting invited to places It's it's really dope it's it's a huge change yeah so I'm getting wanna, used to it still I
0: want to celebrate you for a minute too because I was looking through your Instagram and there was a Grammy winner yeah correct yes who sported your purse yeah can you share about that
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Mr. Ryan, he's actually a writer for oh, what is the name of that show? I forgot. I last is it last week? Last week, last week Thursday. It's a show, but he's he he's a writer for I think his name is John Oliver. I think he wrote for him for that show. He was a co-writer. And um a friend of mine, is, actually she's her name is Stephanie, she is the um fashion coordinator for William Palmer. The stylist of Mr. Ryan contacted her because she knew that she was affiliated with me somehow. And she contacted me, like, hey, the stylist need to talk to you. They want to pull a few bags. And I'm like, sure. You know, and the stylist came over. We got connected. She came over and she was like, Yeah, you heard of John Oliver. I was like, Yeah, you know. And she was like, Yeah, well, you know, Mr. Ryan, you know, he write with him and he would like to wear your bag on the red carpet at the Emmys. And I'm like, what? And I had all these. Luckily, I had some bags here in my studio, and I was like, "Well, whatever he like, whatever you can do, you can take." They took a few bags. They end up, you know, sending me a payment. I wasn't even expecting to get paid for real. I was just excited to have someone just sport it, you know. But he paid for the bag. He paid for the bag, and I still ended up gifting one to him or whatever. And um, that the next thing I know, he wore it. Um, I think they had like a pre Emmys. It's like a, it's like Emmys, like red carpet before the actual Emmys. But mm-hmm. he wore both bags for both days, and I was just really excited about it. And it was just a great experience to be put in that space and knowing, like, yo, like I'm actually more out there than I think I am because I still just walk around like a normal person, and people be like, ah, oh, you Will you Palmer, you're him, you, they or they say him, you're him, you're the purse guy. And I'm like, yeah, can I get a selfie? Can I get So it's, 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 it's a great experience. It's it's really dope. I love it. But that was a, that was really dope. That was really dope. And I appreciate Mr. Ryan for that. So he still wear it. He'll post a picture with, it. you know, one of his bags and one of his outfits. I love it. I love to see that. So I just
0: wanted to celebrate you for a moment there, because that is so exciting. I'm, I'm just, I think back to so many of those early conversations and, and how low that we can feel in our lives. You know, you feel like you're at rock bottom and I know your backstory and to just see you flourish now, just, these are the stories I love. It's, it, the triumph stories, right. The comeback kid, the, you know, you're you're just the epitome of someone who just kept with it and just stuck with it and never gave up on your dreams and your goals And and how has this shift with shifted things with your family? Um, it's
1: you know I've learned to how I want to put this. I learned to like just be okay with certain things. We can't control everything. Um, family, I mean everybody is well. You know we we functioning better. You know I would say that we okay but um you know i'm 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 working i'm just learning how to stay in my space stay respectful try my best to keep peace and the same as on you know her side as well we trying to understand and things like that but other than that the kids is great the situation is a little bit better you know we can kind of like bump heads here and there but you know for the most p- part it's way better than what it was before so um as time go on i believe that it can become better. I believe that. But in the meantime, you know, I'm working, I'm in my space, she's working, she's in her space. Um, The kids, they doing their thing and sports and, you know, relationships, there's all types of stuff going on with them, but, you know, we are supportive. We are great supportive family for one another. And, um, you know, we just doing our best. We're doing the best we possibly can, but it's way better. It is. It's way better. So that's a good thing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, and like you said, you only have control over yourself. And so drawing yeah. a circle around your feet and focusing on becoming better for, for yourself, you you mm-hmm. in turn become better for your family too. And so right. I love uh that things have improved in that area as well of your life. Yeah. How would you describe the cue that you talked that talked to me to plus years ago. And how would you describe yourself today? Um, the Q
1: two years ago was very, um, was very like hurt in dealing with past hurt and present hurt. So that's a lot of hurt at that time. Um, very hitting, you know, per se, just trying to stay out of the way. Um, angry, was very angry um felt misunderstood and didn't understand a lot of things so it was just a lot of just trying to figure out how to handle things you know what i'm saying because we think life is this way but then you get this curveball but life is actually this way but how can i make life this way and so it's just you know it's just always this and what i had to realize is that um life do throw curveballs here and there and it's actually lessons you know so the cue now is more understanding more accepting um I'm very very um I listen more now you know I was more defensive then and I could be a little defensive still a little bit but I'm learning to just like just hush and just receive the information and then now you know with that I can you know, put out the information I want to put out. You know, because sometimes if we just sit there and receive the information clearly and really comprehend it, it might not. The situation might not even be about you for one, or you know, what I'm saying or whatever the case might be. But you have to listen and understand what's going on. And what I had to understand is that a lot of people' pain, it's not really pain they inflicted on you. It don't really have nothing to do with you at all. It's just a lot of just a. I want to put it like this. A lady might bump you in a grocery store and you might blow up at her. Right. That frustration. Wasn't really for her, but she was the one that kind of shit the bottle to make you explode. Everything else that had nothing to do with her, but it was just that moment that just triggered that emotion. Like that was the last little thing that just helped you like just release and just blow up at her and she looking like whoa this lady hate people but it's not that it's just that you've been bottling so much pain from your past and situations in your present time and you're trying to just keep this band-aid or keep this cap sealed as hard as possible but this lady just bumped you just a little bit with her basket and now you just like because that was like just everything right So I had to understand that a lot of stuff that people throw at you is not really meant for you in the first place. It's just that that moment you just trigger a nerve. You just trigger some type of circuit, emotional circuit that they, you know, we all have. And I'm just that person that they see at that moment. But a lot of pain is not for you. So I had to learn that and I had to accept that because sometimes some people don't understand that. like, Like, okay, that's not meant for me. I know that you had a lot of stuff going on, and that's stuff that you have to grieve about and learn how to, like, kind of like fix that yourself. So I know that's not meant for me. So I can't take that, you know what I'm saying, and be like, oh, that was for me. And now I'm doing the same to you because it never stops if that keeps happening. We're not fixing anything. We're not fixing the problem. We're not coming up with a solution, and we're not fixing ourselves. So it's just toxic, you know what I'm saying, like energy all day long. But the reality is you didn't cause the pain that I have anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I had to learn that. I had to learn it. So she's getting better with self-expressing herself too. And I am too in a way. So yeah, listening is key.
0: Well, and it sounds like you're listening to hear, not listening to respond. And that is the difference, right? It's called active listening. Yeah. And it brings me back to what I talk about, because you're speaking my language. With the tea kettle, the analogy yeah. we use in grief recovery is, you know, the tea kettle, we either implode or we explode. Remember that?
1: Exactly. I do. Exactly what you're Let's describing. The book. That's, yes, yeah. Do remember that. Yeah. It's it's true. It's true. Grieving and is, like grieving is, is easier said than done, honestly. And um, listening to to not respond is easier said than done. That is a very hard task for someone to sit there and let someone just express how they feel about nobody like to hear like the raw feelings about themselves because you already think one you already think stuff about yourself anyway i don't care Mm -hmm. who you are you already have some self some self thoughts about you like oh i feel this way and i'm overweight and stuff like so somebody telling you like yeah i have a problem with you being overweight you're going to get upset like well i am trying i am walking like you're not letting you know you're not you defensive now you know and it's just listen because the next sentence may be like no you're overweight but i do see you trying you will never hear that part because you already just jumped the gun because you heard i don't like how you're overweight and you're like hey look i've been trying i've been walking you see me getting up you see woo woo? woo. and now this person like i don't even want to talk no more because you can't even let me talk and now it was a whole now it was now you picking not you know, now you're like, well, when I was trying to talk, you, you know, and it never stops, but you don't know that that next sentence possibly was agreeing with you. Like, no, I don't like how you're, you know, you, you overweight a little bit, but I do see you trying and I love that and I have a few solutions, but we had never get to the good part because we hear the bad part and we blow up and we get mm-hmm. defensive. So listening and not responding is very good. <laughs> It does, yeah. It's very good. I'm it's practicing almost, that still. I'm not perfect, but it's getting there.
0: It's almost like when you have purchases that are sitting in your cart, or you, you know, you, shopping is one of the disturbs, right? The short-term yeah. energy relieving behaviors, and so yeah. the recommendation I've heard this not that long ago: wait five days. Just wait five days. Mm-hmm. Have it in your cart and just wait five days. And after five days, if you still think you can't live without it, at least you've let five days pass and you've sat with it, right? It's mm-hmm. almost like maybe wait five hours before you respond after someone shares something with you. And it's okay to say, Hey, I just need to walk away and I need to think about this. And I don't want to say something that I will regret later. I want to really give a thoughtful response. And so, you know, can we put a pin in this conversation and come back to it when I'm not emotional, right? Right. It's part of emotional regulation is knowing when we've met our our capacity to, to articulate ourselves clearly and to also hear clearly as well, too. Right. Right. Let me ask you this. What is something that you would tell somebody who may be you two years ago and are listening to you today? Like, what do you think has been, and maybe it's been multiple things, but yeah. what has helped you the most to like maintain and to keep on this track of growth and development? And
1: um, brief, mm. brief. I had to like sit down one day, like in a quiet space, and just breathe and look at the reality of a lot of things. Like, life is really what we make it, a lot of the situations that we are in is because of decisions that we made. If you're making poor decisions, you get poor results. So I had to sit back and just look like, okay, I'm behind on bills because because of me, because I actually paid for something else and thought I was able to come back and pay for that, but I should have just paid my bill first. I wouldn't have a off. Simple decisions like that will fix a lot of stuff in our lives. Like, okay, this bill coming, I'm about to take care of that right now. I'm gonna just get it out of the way. So whatever else that I want, I could get that whenever I want, but can take care of this bill first. I can't afford anything to get shut off. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we cause a lot of disrupt like disruption in our lives with our decision making. Just breathe and just kind of just look at life from a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's really, it's really easier. Than we think it is. Life is really easier than we think it is. I, it's really based off what we do and how we handle situations. I mean, like, I mean, things happen because that's life. That's just what happens. But I think we have a little bit more control than anybody say that we do. I really believe that. Like, if I go outside and throw rocks at cars, I'm going to jail. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> like, I can't, like, that was a poor decision. Mm-hmm. But if I go outside and Help somebody that was in a car accident or something like that. I mean, a good reward might come out of it there or later on in life, or just it might not never come, but you did a good deed. You made a good decision, and good things happen when you do good things, and bad things happen when you do bad things. I'm all about energy and frequency as well. I feel like if you you have a chance to change, you know, a guy that robbed like 17 banks he probably would have got away at a 16th bank robbery if he really stopped, but he didn't. So he got arrested on the, on the 17th one and he like, "Oh, oh my god, I should have." But I mean, you know, like your frequency have to change. If you if if your frequency the same, you going to get the same results. You want to get an outcome that you're not gonna like or you can't handle. So people have time to change you do have time to change your frequency it's a lot of people in the world that's walking around that we can only imagine what they've done in their life they probably done the worst of the worst that we could ever imagine right but they frequency change and they live in life now they knew when to stop and i know like when i s- say this to certain people they be like, well i mean eventually karma and i'm like well i believe the universe is neutral and I do believe in karma and as such. But if your frequency change, you won't have to worry about that type of karma in a sense. So, yeah, it only the bad results only happens if you keep going. You know what I'm saying? So if you always depressed, that's why I say I don't I hate saying I'm depressed. I stopped saying that a long time ago. I'd be like, look, I'm fine. I'm going to be OK. I'm OK. This would be. The storm will pass because if you the subconscious mind don't know the difference so if you i'm depressed i'm upset i'm sad uh, uh you're building that space for yourself and that's how you're going to feel you're going to be more low every day low vibrations every day but even through bad situations i'd be like i'm fine i figure it out i'm not dying <laughs> you know i'm gonna be okay if it don't work out the way that I think it should, it's okay. I handle that when that comes. I can't dwell and live in that space at this moment. It'll be okay.
0: I remember when we first talked, you kind of, you were just dabbling and talk started, you know, or you're just kind of dabbling into medit. You were dabbling into meditation and you were, yeah. you were thinking more along those lines of frequency and energy. And, and I, at that time I was, I had just, um, I was a Reiki master but I've since added biofield tuning, which uses tuning forks and addresses our energy field that's yeah. outside our nice. body. And I've added stuff to my energy healing work too. And nice. and so when you speak to that stuff, I get really excited because yeah, because
1: it's it's real. Yeah, it's real. It's real. For anybody that's listening, please, I know Dr. Joe Dispenza.
0: Dispenza, yep.
1: The guy's top tier. The um, becoming supernatural is like my favorite book. It's very deep. Get chills reading it. Real testimonies. And he show he show you how to channel your energy and your char- it's just so deep. He is he's is a great guy. I would love to go to one of his his workshops. I'm trying to get the money because it's expensive, but it's very, very worth it. I really want to go. But I mean the guy is amazing. Just kind of follow him on Instagram and seeing the work that he put in. He he's definitely like a great a great person, I could tell that, but please, to anybody that's like really interested in becoming more spiritual, please check him out. Dr. Joe, um, Despeneza is a great, great, a great author, great doctor. Like, he's he's phenomenal. Like, I recommend that, but to anybody that's going through, and you don't even have to be on uh, a spiritual, you know, you Christian, whatever religion, it's still a great read because we all have to, we all have energy we all have aura. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's very great. It's not about religion or anything like that. It's really about self. So it's really a great book. It's really a great read.
0: And for anyone who doesn't know, Dr. Joe Dispenza was actually told he would never walk again after exactly. he broke his back during a bicycling accident. Mm-hmm. And with the power of his own mind and his own thoughts, he helped to heal himself. Yeah. And so that's what his work is based on. He's actually doing a lot of research at his during his workshops, his yeah. week-long workshops, he's conducting research nice. on meditation and how long to meditate, and how you know, like they're doing research right now during their uh, workshops. And so, I, gotta, I just,
1: I got to check into that. I love yeah. that. I love well, that. He's a mega mm-hmm. for sure.
0: <laughs> I saw he was going to be in Tulum, Mexico. I actually just got his workshop notification for Tulum, okay. Mexico, but. You'll get there. I have no doubts you'll get there. Put that yeah, on your yeah, vision yeah. board. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: am. I am. We we definitely have to go. I think that's that'd be a, a great experiment as well. Like mm-hmm. I love his book. I, I listen to the YouTube man. Med- you know, the meditations that mm-hmm. he has, the guidance. Great guy. Great guy. But yeah, we are mega human. Mm-hmm. If we tap in, we can heal ourselves. We can the testimonies in that book are phenomenal. I mean, people healing themselves from cancer, I mean, a zema, like whatever they they really just tap it in with their inner self. They higher self, and really like figuring out the body. The body already heals itself automatically, but when you really, really tap into it, you can really get some stuff done. But Miss V is right. He did heal himself. He discharged <laughs> himself from the hospital and healed himself at home. So he's amazing.
0: Speaking of good deeds, which you mentioned earlier, I, I'm curious myself, but at the time when we first started talking, you were inviting young men into your home, yeah, almost a weekly basis just for almost. giving them a, a space that you could um, create community and yeah. have a safe space for them to talk about their feelings yeah. and all of that. Is that something you have... Come back to? Or are you still doing that? Is it something you want to do again?
1: Yeah, yeah, I want to do it again. I'm trying to make it a nonprofit organization, and it's it's actually called us us men. So it's on Instagram. It's at us underscore men society. I don't have a lot of push right now because my brand is like going crazy, but I am trying to like get back into that. And that was a really really dope experience. Like. It wasn't really like, I didn't have it to where it was like like AA meetings or anything Mm -hmm. like that. You know, we had the TV going, the video game, we had food. It was just no phones, some beers. And we talked. It was just regular conversation and people share stories. You know, and, and I always say like, you don't have to share the deepest. We're not here for that. We just really want people to feel like this is a safe space. Even if you don't say nothing at all, as long as you know and feel like real good energy around you. And it's people that you can talk to whenever you want to, you know, that's more than enough. And people really like, it's a lot of men out here that have to heal. Like we don't know where to go. There's don't know where to start. So I want to start it back up for sure. I would love like, I would love to like rent out spaces so I could have a bigger, you know, bigger space and have more men come and we could just converse and just talk about our feelings and testimonies or whatever the case might be for that, you know? So yeah, it's called us men, I will be like um, selling t-shirts and all that, you know, soon to raise money. So we can, so I can be able to have resources and bring resources to them as well. Cause I know it's not a lot of programs for men out here or mental health for that matter for anybody, because everybody think medicine fix everything. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, medicine don't, fix everything it's just a band-aid but we really need some like internal healing you know and sometimes it might just take a hug like you know i do care for you you are enough you know you want to be okay i'm here for you that can be the cure some people have people out here who don't care about them or they feel that way but they need to hear that sometimes and we don't take the time to actually do that with people so yeah i did i thought about all types of like um great ideas like that for mental health for men and for everybody for that matter but um yeah, I feel like a lot of men, black and white men, we actually has we have, I believe we have the highest suicidal rate right now as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of men feel, feel alone, you know, because it's so much entitlement. It's enti- like, man's supposed to do this and man, you know, we get that a lot, a lot, a lot, and it's like, yo, I'm human. I just want to just be human for a day, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, what's going on? Like, why we just, why it's us all the time? Like, can I just be, can I be pampered for once? Can I be a human today? Can I, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I have feelings too. I do love, I do care, you know, and I want people to do that for me, like love me and care for me as well. So, you know, to the men out there, like there, there are safe space. There are people that you can contact and talk to all the time. And um, yeah, you're, you're, you're not forgotten. You're not, you're not overlooked. You know, it's just society has just got things twisted up, but we going to fix that. We're going to figure it out.
0: And for anyone listening, men, white, black, whatever yeah. ethnicity you are, Q is obviously a wonderful inspiration.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So thank you. thank you for sharing about that and the work that you are hoping to do and hope to bring to your community. And Yeah. It just, I love you. I love you. I love you. I, I love you
1: too. I'm, glad. So, I'm happy. Yeah.
0: So looking forward to this conversation with you. Um, let me ask you this and I'm biased of course, because I'm mm-hmm. love grief recovery and I know that how it's changed many people's lives, but had you never done that, have you ever thought about that? Like in the last two years, like had you never yeah. experienced that or learned what you learned through that, the new tools and the new knowledge? Yeah. Um, have you ever reflected on that? Like, had you not had that experience?
1: Of course. Of course. Um, you, you was definitely a huge impact for like for where I'm at now. And I, I tell people about you all the time, you know? So I don't know. Cause some, I thought, I thought I was better then. You know, because I come from a dark place before that time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm back here again. You know, it's something I'm missing. But I just had to just, I had to realize like it's life. It's life. Like it don't matter like how better we get. Life happens. And whatever that is, it just, it just happens. It just, I don't know a person that just went through life and nothing happened like negative. Like, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't work that way. But the tools that you had gave me, um equip. You know, help me equip. It was is I still use to this day? Like, because it's true and it's real, and been able to like look at different. Like, just like Doctor Joe, you know, just been able mm-hmm. to research and find people like him. And it's another guy. He's an artist. His name is Landrell. He's an artist. He's like a, it's a positive rap artist, and he's very very good. I'm gonna share some stuff with you. He have like. Yeah meditation um a playlist like a meditation like pay- playlist like from um it's a meditation for each for each um chakra, chakra?
0: okay yeah i would love that
1: and his music is beautiful mm-hmm. and i'm like see this is the music that need to be on the radio positive mm-hmm. energy this is the music that need to be in your subconscious mind on a daily basis so you know, so without without you, definitely, I would have, it would have been worse for me, for sure. And I really do appreciate you all, you know, for giving me your time and really taking the time to listen and really did a, a, a great assessment, you know, because anybody can just hear you, but everybody don't listen to you. And that's just, a, that's a difference. And you really did listen to me, give me a lot of tools. I still kind of journal to this day here and there. And that works. You know, it do. It works. Rip it up. Boom. You know, I know I was listening to, oh, Landrelle. He was like everything that's making you feel upset, angry, depressed. Just think of it like a balloon or a glass cup and just break it, like release Mm -hmm. it mentally, like release it. And you, you have to. And we get them points. I still go through things. I still get upset. I still you're supposed to. You're human. Mm-hmm. That's how I know that I'm still alive. Like if you walking around here, like dude, I'm happy every day. Like nothing happened. Like dude, no. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be. It's okay, but don't live there. Don't live there. Breathe. If you could come up with a solution, try. It's okay to try to make turn things and try to see. Like okay, let me see if I can control the bull we all try try it but if the bull is just, if it's this if it's just too strong and it's just and you know that you losing it's okay more bulls that come for you to control more it's okay just let that one go it's all right you failed that one you got beat up cool you didn't die so you got another chance we can figure it out it might take weeks but we'll figure it out so i appreciate you a lot I dude and i do tell people about you all the time so this is this is great and i'm I'd be able to share this and people be like, Oh, that's who you was talking about. Like, yes, follow oh. her. Google her program? You know what I'm saying? Like sign up for her programs and stuff like that. Cause you are a very, very important person to the community, you know, to the cultures, different cultures and things like that. And people need to hear this because grief recovery, that's not being talked about a lot still to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, people may try to get you to do yoga and meditation and that's fine. But how do you grieve? How don't do you know grieve? how. Mm-hmm. How do you grieve? You know, and they don't know how. They don't know. And some people are like I don't. I don't care to. I just move on. Like you can't. That's just pain. That's just another. It's like it's it's like another arrow in your back. You just you are gonna carry that around. Like no nah, man, just take that arrow out and just gotta fix it. you Gotta grieve. you Gotta let go. So thank you for that. For them tools and everything. For real. Thank you for sure. And it helps my kids. Yeah, Yeah. I help with my kids and my teenagers. I let them express themselves and I'll be honest. i am like, hey, look, if you got to cuss a little bit, don't get crazy. (laughs) But express yourself because I want them to know, like, I'm your parent and I'm your friend, too, because you can be both. You know, just know your boundaries. But I want you to tell me how you feel. I want to hear everything. You know what I'm saying? I want to understand you. I want to know how I can help you. So I do. You know what I'm saying? I do allow that. I do let them express. I do let them, you know, do things like that. And it helps. It helps. Yeah, they write their own little notes and stuff like that. And I got the little one. She listens to Affirmation for Kids on YouTube Aww. every morning. Yeah, she just, she's so, she's a happy person. She don't. <laughs> she's sick. So she, I love myself. I only know, I only love me. I love Aww. only. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: like, okay, you'll love them. Okay, you taking it real deep, yeah. She like I only love myself, <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. She know her worth, so that's that's good. And I'm, I love when she do that. And even when we walk to school, she like, I love myself. I'm brave. I'm beautiful. I'm smart. And just telling my kids that you are, uh, you are in control of your day. So when you get up, you structure your day, because the moment you don't do that and you walk out this door. And somebody say something to you, now your structure is all over the place. You're not who you need to be that day. No, you get up and look in that mirror, like, hey, look, you the one. I love you. You look good. You look handsome. You look beautiful. You cute. You fine. Look at me. This it. I'm the one. I'm gonna be this. I'm not. A. you know, and when you leave the door, you all you like this. And anything that's negative that's trying to break through that barrier, it's gonna be hard to because you already solidified your, your, your worth, you know who you are, so anybody say something negative, okay, cool, you think that, I know who I am, I'm good, just don't touch me, but we good, you know what I'm saying, like, have a great day, I understand you, we good, because we don't have to battle with everybody, some people ain't worth it, they don't even understand their worth, they don't know what's going on, they didn't structure their day, they upset, they energy everywhere, let them be that. Get away from the situation and still carry on with your day because people are going to think what they want. People want to say what they want. But as long as you know who you are, and what your purpose is and you walk in that purpose, you will be just fine no matter what. And I tell people this. I say, I just want to be happy no matter what. And people say that. But you have to understand this. When you say I want to be happy no matter what, that means you have to be happy during divorce separation losing someone somebody firing you if the kids is you know especially like for moms and stuff like kids you know you know home and all that things get crazy bills you have to be careful what you ask for because things happen keep your structure keep your energy it's going to be okay you will figure it out and some things are meant to happen let it happen the unknown is not as scary as you think. You know, we learning that because we so, we so comfortable with, okay, everything, this is nice. And as soon as something get dark and we be like, hold on, I don't like change. Things are changing. I don't like that. I don't like how we don't like that, you know, (laughs) but it's okay. It's okay. So thank you for, um, for teaching me that and thank you, um, you know, for like sticking it out with me and still been accessible to this day. I just been like crazy busy and I definitely still want to send you a handbag, but, you're on my list. Yeah. Yeah. But I've just been crazy busy. I'm just everywhere. I've been like California back and, you know, I'm just like this, but yeah, yeah, I do appreciate you a lot.
0: And I love hearing the ripples of that work that you yeah. did. It's, and it continues and that it is continues. yeah. Just like there's ripples in grief, there's ripples in, in healing too. Yeah.
1: So thank yeah, you for human. sharing that. Yeah. We heal It's okay.
0: That could seriously be your uh, future Ted talk.
1: I know, right?
0: I know. Thank you for that riff. I absolutely love yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you definitely belong on TED Talk. I can't Not wait. Not me,
0: you. That whole sh- that whole riff you just yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: actually I doing. I'm actually doing. I had a um I had a meeting with the Detroit Pistons, so I am doing a charity basketball game July 11th from two to five thirty p.m. at the Detroit Pistons practice facility. That's somewhere like Midtown. I would love to send you an invitation. If you would like to come, I can send you like a pass or something like that. Um, I'm doing like a panel. I'm doing a panel from like three to four, and then we're doing the basketball game. So I want to raise – this is actually dope. This might actually work out. So I've been looking for someone that practices like that – you know, that's in the mental health field, that actually put in the work, that actually help people. So, my minimum I'm trying to donate five hundred dollars to that organization and five hundred dollars to an organization for um for stop for stop the violence type of mm-hmm. you know program mm-hmm. so I do have that I do love what you are doing um so if we could somehow like donate that money to you so you can carry on with what you're doing, I would love to do that so
0: you could actually yeah. sponsor someone for a grief recovery program. Yeah. That yeah. would be cool.
1: That'd be cool. But I would love to donate that money to you so you can continue your practice and what you're doing because you are like so, so helpful. And we were sitting here and I'm like, I don't know anyone with a. And how I was thinking about it. I'm like, who is where are the nonprofit organization like mental health like organizations? I couldn't think of none. And I was just like, you know what? We have figured it out. So I'm talking to you, and this is exactly what you do. Like, you actually put in the work. You actually help people. So if we can raise the $500, I would love to give that check to you. Aww. And you can use that money to get books or just maybe that might pay for somebody's section or whatever the case might be. I would love to donate to you. So we do we got a pitch deck. I think it should be completed today. Um you can send me your logo. We could put it in the pitch deck and your information. Um, uh, let me see, information like your company, when it started, what you do. We put it in the pitch deck. And if you have like a um PayPal or whatever it might be, we could put that in there too. So people could donate oh. throughout the last the next couple months you know what well, we send the pitch deck out and we will send you the pitch deck too so you can send out to whoever. i can share it yeah you can share it and people could donate to you and whatever and then we raise the money hopefully we do but we raise the money and we can give you you know we can give that check to you on top of whatever you got for your donations we don't have nothing to do with that but i would just love to help you out with your journey as well because you help me out a lot so, yeah oh. that'll work Yeah, so July eleventh. If you can come, it'd be great for you to come. That would
0: be amazing.
1: (laughs) It'd be beautiful for you to come. Um, I'll send you two passes, so you, one of the kids or someone. Um, I would love to come and check it out, have a great time. You definitely can, and we can show you around Detroit. You can kind of get, you know, yeah, yeah. Detroit Uh is beautiful. Downtown is beautiful. Like Dan Gilbert, just he just reinvented everything. He just took over everything, made it beautiful. So that's amazing. (laughs) It's nice. It's nice. So yeah, yeah. I, I'll definitely keep a touch. And I do have an assistant, and she is like very, very great. Because I respond very late because I got a thousand people calling me and inboxing me, and they want stuff. So, <laughs> but I do have a great assistant. So I'll definitely give you her information. And you, if whatever link that you have, like your PayPal, if you a GoFundMe, whatever link you want to create, just send it with a bio. We want to start promoting on Instagram so people could donate to you. In your work, and we still want to, you know, write you a check on top of whatever you earn, so that can help you out too as well.
0: You're amazing in all thank the you. ways.
1: You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm so glad we reconnected again, and that you are my first "Where Are They Now?" episode. And I saw something in you back in October 2020. Thank I you. saw something in you, and I was spot on. I was spot thank on. You. So thank you. It's awesome to see you thrive. So thank you for sharing your time with me today. Is there anything else you would like to share?
1: Just um, be you. Be you to everybody that's listening, that's going to be watching this. Be you, love you, care for you, you know, learn you, learn who you are, walk in your purpose and breathe. And it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So we're going to be fine. Yeah, we're going to be fine. So beautiful message. Be great all the time. Beautiful
0: message. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I will put all the links to how people can reach out to you, how you prefer they reach out to you. Okay. okay. In okay. in the show notes. And where can people find you now, um, like on social yeah, media and stuff? Um, yeah.
1: Instagram, the QX William Palmer, Facebook, Quandell H. right, full name, email. That's, that's long, but it's Q Wright at, yeah, Q Wright at WilliamPalmerCollection.com. So People can email me there. Find me on Facebook, Quandell H, Wright, W-R-I-J-H-T, or Instagram, QX, William Palmer. So I do look at my DMs. I do take a day and be like, okay, let me see what's going on. <laughs> so I do, and I do respond to people, and people get very, very excited. And I'd be like, okay, hold on. I'm just a regular person, but like, you responded to me. Oh, my God. So it's, It's nice. I love that, though. I really do. I love making people really, really happy. And that's really cool. I I love it. It's sweet.
0: Humble cue. Yeah. Humble cue. I love it. (laughs) So I will put the links for all that in the show notes. Um, And in the meantime, remember, when you unleash your heart, you unleash your life. Much love. Much love. From my heart to yours. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please share it. Because sharing is caring. And until next time, give and share compassion by being a heart with ears. And if you're hurting, know that what you're feeling is normal and natural. Much love, my friend.